Welcome to Find Your Purpose Podcast. It doesn't matter what you've been through or even what you're going through now. There is a good purpose for your life. And the good news is it's discoverable. And when you find it and you begin to live it, you will achieve real, authentic success. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey, Jenny, I am really looking forward to talking with you today about how painful events reveal our purpose. That has certainly been the case in my life. What do you think about that? Well, you know, Rhonda, it's it it really is an interesting topic. I mean, thinking about culture right now and everything, there's a lot of pain in the world just in general right now in culture, not to mention our past painful experiences. So the reality is we have a tidal wave of a lot of things going on right now that represent pain. And what we want to do is encourage people in spite of all of that. And because of some of the pain, there is some good that can come of it. I really believe that. And so I think it's a really good topic. Uh, I think people need to be encouraged because we're really all about purpose and people finding and fulfilling that purpose, no matter what's going on in culture, because the reality is we really don't know the, know the future, what God has and what his plan is, but we need to prevail amidst pain. And I think it's a very important topic. Oh, yeah. Well, I know that um, my life verse is Romans eight twenty eight that God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so there's a condition in there, right? I I say it, the Rhonda paraphrased version is uh, God works all things together for good for those who will cooperate and collaborate because we have a part. It's, you know, we can't just sit on the sofa and eat potato chips all day and expect God to work out the high cholesterol and the heart disease that we bring on through having no activity and eating the wrong stuff, right? We we live in the world and there are natural consequences that happen. There are spiritual consequences that happen to our um, choices. But, you know, for people who have a hard life, they just do. I mean, there are people who just, you look at their life and you go, Wow. I mean, can one person have so much um, against them? I'm thinking about one young man I know who's, uh, he was um, injured during birth. And so he's, he's, um, has a disability. And so all growing up, he's never been able to run. He's never been able to play with the other kids. Now he's now he's a teenager, but he sits on the sidelines and he watches the other kids shoot hoops and you know do everything that you do in, in sports and so on. He has a great attitude, don't get me wrong. But I look at his life and I it just man, it just hurts my heart because it's not just that his dad is an addict and has been kind of a wanderer, you know, he's never really never been in his life. His mom had 
one health challenge after the next to where she lost her job, she lost her health insurance. So they lost their income, they lost their ability to pay their rent. So she's homeless. They were homeless together. And um, and and then they, you know, were staying with, with different people and and uh, until you know, those folks would say, okay, well, you know, it's time that you find someplace else to stay or whatever. And so it's just heartbreaking to me. I think to myself, okay, God, really? It's not enough that this kid has has this birth defect. He's got to be homeless too. You know, he's got to live in an affluent area. Well, you know, all of Southern California really is is like this, whether it's the affluent area or not. You turn on the TV or you, you know, you watch videos or whatever, and you see kids wearing, you know, $150 sneakers and the name brand this and the name brand that. He has never had any of that. I mean, they're doing well if they can get a couple of meals a day. So his whole life, he's had affluence in his face that he didn't have. He hasn't been able to do what the other kids have. He doesn't have a supportive family. And I think, okay, there's a lot of people who have their own different sets of circumstances that make it a hard, hard life. And I was thinking, okay, I had a hard life when I was younger. And I think if I were hearing this, oh, find your purpose and everything's going to be wonderful. You know, and I had a super hard life. I might, you know, flip it off and and say, uh, I meant turn it off. I wouldn't flip us off, Jenny. But, but, you know, I would, I think I would turn it off and be like, no, I'm not listening to these women. Everything is not fun and games. It's a hard life. So I want to address that. And I, you know, I want to just talk honestly about that because, you know, there are people who are having those experiences who maybe don't even want to hear about God. Because maybe when you're sitting in that situation, and I've I've been in, you know, I was homeless when I was a little girl and I was raised by atheists. So I, when I was little and we were homeless and we're digging around in the trash can, you know, looking, hoping to find a half eaten something uh, that we could actually, you know, fill our bellies with something. Um, I remember having this thought, if there's a God, he's not paying attention to me. He's busy with something else. I mean, these are little girl thoughts, you know, but I was thinking, you know, how many people might think, okay, I'll go with you on, you know, that there's a creator of the universe, but he, he must have turned his back on me because if there's a God and if he's good, how could he let this happen? I mean, it's a big, it's a big question, right? It's a huge question, Rhonda. And yeah, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking it's almost like in math terms, pain squared, meaning that we have our own pain and then we see the pain of others. And it's just inevitable. I mean, the, the person that you're describing, and then we think about our own painful, like you said, there was pain in, in your life. There's been intense pain in my life in different ways. And so we're we're not only watching it. In, in the lives of other people, we can't help but notice. And then we have the pain 
in our own lives. So there's almost two rivers of pain coming to this lake of what do we do? And I think it's so important to understand that it's not, it doesn't sound hopeful, but it's true that, that when sin came into the world in the garden, you know, it infected the world and sin is part of the suffering and people don't want to hear that, but it is true. Suffering is a natural part of our lives on earth. You know, there will always be, I mean, the the Bible even says in this world, you will have trouble and God is still in the midst. And, and there's times even in our own pain, even as Christians, where we don't even feel close to God, but God is hovering and he is there. And we need to really be hopeful in that situation. But it is very difficult to watch the pain around you and then have an experience of your own. And so I think it's so important for people to really stop for a minute and think about the pain. And, and you can't just always press it away either. You can't always push it away. It is a real thing. And I think we have to allow ourselves to experience that and, and grieve those kinds of things that go on around us. I really think that's important. And so then you move from that. How does our pain direct us or lead us toward our purpose in some way? Like you're talking about this young man maybe someone has a purpose to really care for other people. If you have a real strong heart and a strong emotion about that, is that part of your purpose? Are you doing work? Are you involved in things that really help people who are in need? Right. And, and I think going back to Romans eight twenty eight, God works all things together for good. I can understand somebody who says, Yeah, well, how's God going to work that together for good? I mean, the verse specifically says all things. God means all things, all things, including the profoundly unfair thing of being injured during birth and having that be part of your life for the whole entire duration of your time on this planet, in this life, that is profoundly unfair. He didn't do anything to cause that. So how could God work that together for good? Well, you know, I've had some conversations with that kid about that because there is a tenderness about him. There's an empathy in him. And that's, I think that's what happens with all of us who go through hard times. When we're the one in the hard times, although we may not be aware of it in that moment, that it it develops an empathy in us for people who are in similar situations. We learn things that you cannot learn any other way. You can't read it in a book. You can't learn it in a classroom or on a webinar or even in a podcast, Jenny. It's it's about going through. Hey, you. Yes, you. I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, 
then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on books, and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. What is so amazing about the community that we are forming for your real success is we want people working together. And one of the huge aspects of our program is life coaching. A lot of people don't really know what life coaching is. Life coaching is not therapy. Life coaching is here and where you're going. So it beautifully fits. If people are interested, there's some life coaching groups or one-on-one -on -one life coaching that's possible. So the life coach is like a mirror. So when we look at the facets of your real success, we're finding out, do we have healthy relationships? How do I maintain and operate in healthy relationships? Secondly, it's about wellness. Maybe the life coach can help you with aspects of your wellness and getting better. It's your mind, it's your body, it's your spirit. It's all of that. A life coach can help you in the area of joy and peace, working on some things and getting you to move beyond some places maybe you've been in your past. And it's all about looking forward. It's driving your car, looking out the front, the front window, not in the rear view mirror, working to move forward. And then of course we want, you know, financial sustainability and all of those kinds of things. So coaching is a huge and impactful part of our program as well. If you're interested in knowing more about that, please email us at dreambiggerlifecoaching.gmail. Take care. Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Find Your Purpose podcast. We hope you'll subscribe and share this with a friend and consider joining our community of people who are seeking and living their purpose and achieving real success. And most of all, we want to hear about your purpose and your real success. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and subscribe and just tell us about your success. We really want to hear from you.